It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I've had a thought lately about all the mistakes I've made. And there's a long list, be honest, a long, long list. Mistakes in relationships, mistakes in life, mistakes in my youth, mistake, mistake after mistake. And maybe that's why I have a radio show, because I want to share everything I've done wrong so you don't do it. I would like you not to do like me. I would like you to do better than me. And so I, I really think that one of the secrets I've learned over the last 30 years is do good to feel good. And that applies to many aspects of my adult life now. And that has helped me, I hope, become a better man. Maybe it helps you to become a you know, better friend, better partner. And if you have a question about that or your relationship, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cassidy. Bonjour, Simon. Comment allez-vous? Ça va très bien. I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. Yeah. Tell me, how can I help you tonight? Um, well, I am hoping you can help me because I am a 45-year-old woman mm -hmm. and I am dating a 25-year-old man. Mm -hmm. Things are going very well. It's only been a few months. But um, I think that there is potential for a future there. And I was just wondering what your opinion is, because he would like to have a family. Um, I'm assuming one day, not today necessarily. And I'm concerned that if we decide to do that, that it could be a problem down the road because of my age. First of all, do you want to have kids? I do. I do. I always wanted to have kids. I just didn't meet the right guy. I was married a couple of times and, and knew that I didn't want to have kids, but realized later that it was just that I didn't want to have kids with those people. Okay. Do you think potentially in your intuition that this gentleman might be the right person for you for the rest of your life? I do. Okay. So... Let's say, for instance, God forbid that you can't have kids because it's getting too late, you know, down the road. Do you think, and have you talked with him about adoption? We haven't really approached that yet. It's only been like two months. So we've kind of just tossed around the idea of having kids in the future, but we haven't really gotten much further into the conversation at this point. Okay. Well, I think, listen, you made a great point. Right now, you just have to get to know each other. It's only two months old, so let's not worry so much about the kids right away. That's a question for six months or a year later, right? First, you have to establish the solidity of the couple, the solidity of the relationship, right. the solidity of the feelings. So I sure. say, why don't you just spend some time with him? And that would be the solution if he says, you know, later on, he says, I want to have kids. You said, I do, but I can't have them right now. You can adopt if he's okay with that. Question solved. But most importantly right now, Cassidy, is I'm happy you're happy. And I don't want oh, you to thank be... You. Yes, because we can always talk about what's going to go down the road, but nothing is easy, same age, not same age. At the end, every yeah. marriage, every relationship has ups and downs, challenges, and as long as you're happy, it's worth it. A hundred percent agree. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and him. And I wish you both happiness and, and many, many years together. This is great, and I'm happy for you. Thank you. Do you think age difference should stop a love story? Let's talk about that next. Do you think a big age difference should be a reason to stop a love story as it starts, like my last caller, Cassidy? I mean, I know culturally uh, it's getting more accepted, 
And for the record, my parents have 17 years of difference and they've been married 54 years, happily married. So I've been raised on the idea that age difference is not a factor. The only factor is happiness for both partners. Now I can say that because I'm the product of that since my parents have 17 years of difference. I also want to add one thing. There's one important key factor when you're dating somebody who's a big age difference from you. And I'm going to tell you that factor next. So stay with me. What do you think is the one factor that you have to take in consideration when you date somebody 15 years, 20 years, or even 30 years, maybe older, younger than you? You have to take in consideration that they won't be here forever and that part of your time will be, you know, alone or maybe with somebody else if the age difference is 20, 30 years. But that doesn't stop a true love story. So in my mind now, everything can be solved. We can adopt, we can do anything. The only thing we can do is extend the time of life forever. So just keep that in mind. If you're about to start dating somebody much older or much younger than you, that at one point, one of you will be alone. But if it's worth it, as my mom says, go for it, because we live only once. And true love is a rare, precious diamond in life. You calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Any question for me, dial 855-905-8255. Stacy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you? Okay, so I have actually been dating my coworker for the past six weeks, <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's going really, really well. Um, but he wants to tell everybody we work with and just put it out there. And I think it's a little too soon because I don't know where this is going. Um, and I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I don't know what a good compromise is. Is it too early to tell people at work that we're dating? So before I answer the question, uh, are you guys exclusive or not yet? It's, I guess it's unspoken. Like it's, I don't know. I don't label him my boyfriend, but I haven't heard him call me his girlfriend either. He's not met my parents. I've not met his. So I don't really, I mean, I see him exclusively. I'm not, there's no time to see anybody else. Wait a minute. There's no time. It's not a good reason. Would you like to see other people too if you had the time? No, I'm pretty comfortable okay. <laughs> with them. Okay. All right, but I think you got a point. Listen, I think, Stacy, you can explain to him that you guys haven't had the DTR, the defined the relationship, which creates the exclusivity. It's too early. You haven't met each other's parents. And so why don't we give it some time and let's, let's just let's keep that treasure new relationship, that precious new relationship for you guys and you guys only. And that you feel like at the beginning, the intimacy, the confidentiality, and the fact that this is something so new uh, has to grow between the two of you and not the rest of the world. And therefore, uh, you're not ready to share that at work. And you would appreciate that he doesn't do it yet. When the time comes, you'll proudly do it. But not now, in a while. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. I think, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I think Stacy will totally understand. Remember the rule. Until you've had the DTR, the define the relationship, I don't think there's any reason, especially at work, to share that kind of news. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. All right? That's how I feel. Yeah. Me, okay, cool. me, too, me too, Stacey. I'm glad you called me. Thank you so much. Good luck to both of you, and I hope it works well. Thank you. Oh, we have 
an interesting Facebook message that just got here. Somebody has a problem with the in-laws. I mean, a real problem. They need my help. That's coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question, but you can't call right now. Remember, you can always send me a question or Facebook message it to me at The Rendezvous Show. Trish, what's going on with June and her in-laws? June says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, June. My husband and I love to travel, but his parents always invite themselves on our trips and they make it really, really stressful to travel. We like to have a loose schedule and they like to have an itinerary. How do I let them know we want to travel alone without hurting their feelings? June, that is a really good question. When you guys are married and your in-laws want to join on every single trip, how do you tell them maybe you sit this one out? I'm going to tell you that next. So what would you say to your in-laws? Say you married like June and then your in-laws always, and I mean always invite themselves to your trips and so you've had enough. And June says, Simon, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but we want to travel alone. What can we tell them? June, here's what I would say. Next time you have a travel, don't tell them anything for a while. And then you tell them, listen, uh, just a day or two before you're going to go. You know what? Uh, We'll be gone for a while and uh, we'll uh, see you when we come back. And they're not going to rush and do it with you. And if they say, oh, we can come with you, said, no, we just want to be by ourselves. We need the romance. Because every parent in the world understand when their kids tell them, we want a romantic weekends, they're not included. And I think they'll get it. So remember, the passport for freedom, it's called romantic getaway. Put the word romantic in front of every vacation and your in-laws will stop joining you. That I guarantee. Good luck to you, and I hope you enjoy your next vacations more now. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. A good book or a good love story is meant to be shared. So if someone has done something very romantic for you, share it with me on the rendezvous so we can all hear it and learn from you. Meryl, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So someone did something very romantic for you, right? Yes, my boyfriend. I, I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm walking on air. It's just, it was so out of the blue and it was, it was wow. just really lovely. I, I couldn't not share it. Go ahead. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's always nice when your partner, you know, does things when, when something's happened, but it's also really nice when it's just, you know, for no reason other than the fact that they just love you. And, and he made me some sort of like a breakfast in uh, bed, but it was, mm-hmm. it was more of like a full-on brunch. He knows how much I love brunch and, and sleeping in, so he brought the brunch to me, and there was mimosas, and he brought out this tray with French toast and fresh fruit and, and my favorite flowers, and it was just really spectacular. And then we spent, you know, the morning, like, eating the French toast and, and just like hanging out in bed together. <laughs> and it was just so, it was so romantic. I, I thought this kind of thing only happened in the movies, but you know, I, I was like that. over the moon. Uh, breakfast in bed. I mean, that, that is always a good thing. Now, let me ask you this. When was the last time you did that for him? Um, I think I did that maybe like last month. So maybe he, he's been planning this because I, I, I did something for him a, a month ago. Good. Because because the point is, Meryl, is that I found those things not only romantic, but they're exhilarating. You know, it's like those surprising things that are not the end of the world. It's not, not going to a grandiose gesture in a very fancy restaurant. But a handmade, wonderful breakfast in bed, I think, is a very enchanting, romantic 
thing to do for your partner. So I'm glad you shared that that story. We forget about it sometimes. I forget about it. I think all of us, we're in the action, we're working, we're busy, we forget things like this. Makes a partner in the morning so much more romantic and enchanting. Yeah, it was lovely. And then it set the tone for the whole week, and it was just amazing. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I will keep it in mind next time I'm in a relationship. Mary, I will think of you guys, and I will cook breakfast for my girlfriend, remembering that story. It will be a good idea. It's a great idea. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing it, and have a good night. That story said, I want to talk about all the little things we can do for each other that makes a relationship, a partnership, our marriages more romantic. And that's coming up next. When was the last time your partner brought you breakfast in bed? Because my last caller, Mariel, just shared that story, how she was over the moon. She was so happy and excited because her boyfriend cooked for her wonderful breakfast. Out of the blue, it just made her happy. So I'm asking you now, when was the last time your partner brought you a wonderful breakfast in bed? And that gave me an idea that all of us, have to remember to do little things. Things that can be indeed cooked, things that can be purchased, things that can be written, notes, things that makes us valued, that makes us feel loved, that makes us feel desired, makes us feel happy. And so that story, and I will not forget Meryl's story because I have not brought breakfast in bed to a girlfriend in a long, long time. But I have made, I think, something very special that made a girlfriend of mine so happy. So that story is coming up next. What is the latest romantic thing, breakfast in bed or something else, you did for your partner? So I just want to share, I was dating a woman who had three dogs. And At one point, because she had kids, she told me, Simon, can you come over and watch the dogs? You have to walk them and all that. She lived in a a, a kind of a condominium, so it was was not convenient. Uh, But I did, and what happened is I took the three dogs for a walk, and then I did it once, second time, I did it again, and for all our relationship, I made a point every time she needed me to do that, to take the dogs out or to take them. I love dogs all over the place, including in my car, or to the vets. Now, maybe that's not romantic to you, but she told me that for her, it was a very romantic gesture because I was always there for her. So I take pride in this, and I think it's the the lesson of all this. Let's be there for our partner. Sometimes it's breakfast in bed. Sometimes it's walking the dogs. Sometimes it's getting the car fixed or maybe just vacuuming the bedroom or making the bed. You pick. You call the next 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Fiona. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Fiona. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I am just having a dilemma because I don't know if I should get back with my ex or not. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of complicated now because I I went on a date with a new guy from Bumble. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked him. And it was sort of like I was ready to get back in the dating pool. I've my ex and I have been broken up for like seven months and now all of a sudden it's like radar where, where my ex, his name is Andy. is like, he started texting me and saying all the things that I've always wanted him to say. So now my question is, do I get back together with my ex or not? Because I still have feelings for him, but I, it's like, I don't know if it's just, he has like radar that I'm starting to move on. So now here he comes with this whole story of 
I'm sure. the one for you. So, you know? so, okay, okay, Fiona. So uh, before I answer, okay, you know him. I don't know him. Do you think he has changed? I mean, on, so my gut instinct is like I should move on. On one on one level, my gut instinct is I should move on. But then I also think like I've spent so much time and so much energy loving him and trying to make it work over the years now that is it me now being foolish if I'm getting if he's ready to give me what I want Fiona, should I just take it Fiona if it was a girlfriend telling you that story you would say listen to your intuition right yeah I think, yeah but it's just like so but hard to just cut him off I get it but there's two sides the sides that is sometimes unhealthy and you stay in relationships that you know are toxic or making you feel bad or unhappy And then there is a healthy side, your intuition, your love of life, somebody who wants to be loved, heard, and value. So my advice to you is to always listen and follow to your intuition and cut this relationship off no more. No mas, that's it. No more chances. Okay. I mean, it's going to be so hard, but I feel like I was just starting to really be over him, and then now it's like his hook is back. Of course, but it's time for you to evolve. Listen to your intuition. It's not me saying it. It's you said it yourself. My intuition tells me I should not go back with him. And I cannot on this show ever advise a listener, and especially a female listener who has this magic tool, to not listen to the intuition. So you know what to do now. It's hard, but that's going to be a life saving to do exactly that. Follow your intuition. Don't go back with him. Okay, I think I think this is sort of what I needed, the push I needed to make the choice. Good. Well, thank you so much for calling and and good luck to you. Be strong and respect yourself. Thank you. Talking of respecting yourself, have you ever stayed in a relationship even though you were not happy in it? Let's talk about that next. I got a key last question for you tonight to finish the show. Have you ever stayed in a relationship even though you were not happy? That question, we can all ask ourselves that question. I also posted it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, which, by the way, you can also find on my main website, therendezvousshow.com. Here are the results of the poll. Here are you votes, actually. So 60% of you said, yes, I've stayed in a relationship even though I was not happy. And nope, 33% of you said, I have not stayed in a relationship even though I was not happy. I have. It's one of the many mistakes I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Don't do like me, do better than me. So if you're not happy, call me tomorrow or you can email me, by the way, all night long, therendezvousshow.com. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you for tuning in to The Rendezvous. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.